I'd like to just take a quick moment to acknowledge that in a few brief weeks, we will be taking mission to Peru. Uh, 21 of us students, uh, three missionaries from here, uh, Sister Emily, I believe, from the Pro Ecclesia Sancta Sisters, and myself will be uh, heading to Peru on a mission trip. It's just by the providence of God that the mission that we were originally scheduled for got changed, and it got set up to be with the Pro Ecclesia Sancta uh, religious order, and it just so happens that Pro Ecclesia Sancta, of all places in America, happened to have a place in Sioux Falls, and we know them, and they'll be coming with. The amazing ways in which God has connected this whole thing is really incredible. Uh, but we're all connected. Right? There can be a, a, a growth in our awareness when we realize that when something happens to someone I'm connected to, in a sense, it happens to me. Not in a sense. It happens to me. And so, for those of you who will be going on mission, if you just stand up so we can have a sense of who's going, I think many of you are here. Yeah, so this is uh, a portion, probably maybe half, is that right? That will be heading, so you can be seated now. Thank you for making yourself visible. Uh, and you're friends with them. So the friends sort of already have a sense of like, well, yeah, like I'm kind of excited about it. I'm not going, but boy, I'm, I'm excited. They've been telling me about it. Uh, yesterday, I just had to go up to the doctor and get shots. And I got my passport and made sure that's all up to date. And so uh, my doctor now knows that I'm going to Peru. And the nurse, when I was leaving, was like, hey, I have a great mission to Peru. And so there's people up in uh, Sioux Falls that are aware of the Newman Center at USD is going to Peru. They're connected. And they were awake. They were grateful to hear of this. Well, everyone who is connected in some way is uh, on this mission too. But just like people who uh, come to school and are connected to you, the degree with which someone else pays attention is to the degree they receive the fruit. So some of you may talk to your parents every day. And your parents, whether they've been on campus or not, could probably come to campus and not have you here, and they'd be like, that's Old Main. That's the muck. I'm like, oh, it's actually the Munster University Center? Oh. And then they'd get together, and they probably, without you even pointing out, could name which friend is friend, right? Because they've been paying attention to you, who has been living this here. Some of you might have parents like mine. And they wouldn't even know which way to enter Vermilion. And I was here for four years. Or you could be like me, and you come back to Vermilion after 25 years, and you don't know anything about the city except how to get from the Sigma Alpha Epsilon house to Carrie's. Oh, I mean, and the business school. Right? Because I wasn't attentive to anything else. Actually, a fraternity brother was Dr. Olson's son, and so I knew that somewhere on a road was a clinic that Dr. Olson was in. But the only reason I knew that is because I was attentive to Drake, his son. So the degree we pay attention to something is the degree with which we participate in it. And so I desire to just share with all of you uh, that maybe haven't heard yet or aren't aware yet that we will be going on mission, and so all of us are going. Now, I also explained to the OCIA group that uh, the 40 days of Lent in which we practice penances doesn't include Sundays. So today, you don't have to practice your Lenten penance. Did you know that? 
And if you count the days from Ash Wednesday to Easter Sunday, there's 47 days. But Lent is 40 days. Why would that be? Because the seven days that are Sundays don't count. Because the resurrection is greater than this time of penance. And so some people take Sunday as a day in which they uh, partake of whatever they've been given up. I don't because I'm weak and if I like taste it, I can't let go again. <laughs> but I just had an intuition this morning. This what I, is, is I'm, I'm pretty sure it's an intuition. I think I'm supposed to save up my seven days so that while we're on mission, I can share on Facebook all the amazing things that happen. I'm going to pray about it for 24 more hours. But I think I'm going back on Instagram and Facebook. Doesn't it seem right? We'll keep praying. To the homily. 30 years ago in Aberdeen, South Dakota, at Presentation College, in a gymnasium, sitting in a circle of 13-year-old boys, I held a glass globe candle in my hands. I can still see the dimples on the outside of the globe. And I can still see it placed in front of me. And a light that in a mysterious way, still today, I can see. Sister Francelle stood over my shoulder and something happened. There was an experience that was super faint. But somehow, all my life, that little light has stuck with me. In 30 years, there's been dramatic moments of the light of God in my life. Holy moments that changed me. When we see the scriptures today, right, we can sense, I hope you can sense, the church through the chosen scriptures is leading us deep. There's nothing more beautiful than the chosen readings for Lent leading up to the Triduum and up to Easter. They're just packed with power. And there are dramatic moments. Abraham has his only son and is going to slaughter him? I mean, this has to make us say, what? Peter, James, and John? At the top of this mountain? Experiencing the transfiguration? What? But to understand through dramatic moments, we must realize that things grew and moments happened before that were connected. Now, we don't know this from Scripture, but wouldn't it be possible 
that there was a day when Abraham wasn't Abraham, but Abram, maybe as a 13-year-old boy, stood outside and saw the first star in the sky of a night. And something struck him. And so the moment when Abraham was led outside and the Lord showed him the sky and all of the plethora and said, your people will be greater than these. That somehow he went all the way back to that time in the beginning in which something struck him faint and little. And all of the connected ways that led Abraham to a moment to do something that we can't conceive, but we weren't in the moments before. Or to see that Peter, James, and John, maybe as 13-year-old boys, instructed by their parents or by the rabbi of their community, read the scriptures, the Torah, and heard about the law, the goodness of God who would help his people, and who this man Moses was and how connected they were to him. Or to know about the prophets and how important Elijah was in God's plan. And is it possible that in a moment, a little faint gratitude came to little John that his dad would share with him the Torah. And here as they're standing at the pinnacle of this time in their lives, and Moses and Elijah would appear to them, they'd look back all the way to that glimmering day and think, that was you too? Building moments that I would understand that you love us this way. To see here at the pinnacle of this moment that they don't even understand that the Trinity is being revealed to them. To see that the Lord, who had been their father, who had spoken to their people, would come in the presence of the Son. And in this moment, in the cloud is the Holy Spirit, in the voice is God the Father, and the Son is standing there to him, and everything is connected. But it's connected to all the things that came before that helped them understand. Well, Abraham wasn't done. And likely there were moments when he began to see the fruit of what would happen. When he began to recognize that the only son would become the one who would generate the people beyond the stars. And would have looked back to that dramatic moment and thought in the eyes of maybe a grandson was something even more profound. Or Peter, James, and John imagine them being missionaries after Pentecost, going out into the world to bring this good news and to bring it to the Israelite people with such confidence to be able to look at every person and say, yes, And Elijah and Moses are connected to him too. And the confidence and conviction within them is what made the other people look back at their own lives, look back at the Torah and the tradition given to them to say, ah, I'm beginning to get it. 
What a gift is a journey in which holy moments continue to build up. Build up our awareness of the connectedness that God has to life. And you too. God connects with you. He desires to build you up through holy moments and he's connecting everything in your past. It isn't always visible. But maybe you're in a moment that doesn't occur to you right now how important it is. But because it is God, the moment will stay lit. Or maybe it's a deep and profound taste of heaven. A time like Peter and James and John when something is so amazing, so beautiful, so good, so tender, so filled with life that you say, let's build three tents and not go anywhere. Or maybe you're in one of those difficult places where you're being asked by God to sacrifice something or someone. And it doesn't make sense to other people who haven't seen the moments that led you to do so. Each person, every person, experiences a moment in which God is revealing himself to you. One day, you will see the hands of God holding you. And everything will be connected to his light. The other night, I was at dinner And someone shared a holy moment from this book. And as they did, I realized the holy moment wasn't theirs. But they realized that they were connected. And an intuition, some might call it a voice, said to me, And you too, John, are connected. I can't imagine that 30 years ago, Sister Francelle understood that she was standing over the shoulder of a 13-year-old boy, and the last thing in the world he wanted to be on was that retreat. And yet she would be the instrument of God through that candle in which the one who created all things would make a moment in that boy's life happen that would glow for all these years. All of you have a candle in your hands. And all of you are being called to a place like Sister Fensa. When we cross the threshold of this world and see what is beyond, we will see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And in those moments, everything 
will be connected.